Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pause and Play. This is Father Luke. This is Brother Andrew. And this is the podcast of podcasts, especially for your Lenten journey. It's called Pause and Play. All right. So you've stuck with us through five episodes of the All In podcast series. Father Luke, we need to give these people an applause or something or a pat on the back or a hot and toddy. How are we going to celebrate? This is These people like are persevering. Snacks, like- Maybe I, we can just, we can just like, let's just do the tell me why. Oh, you mean the all in jingle? Oh, yeah. Right, I'm going to ask you all as you listen to really to join in because by now you probably know it. You probably know it. You know, sometimes people say like, like, subscribe and click the bell notification thing. We don't say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say like, join in as we sing. Tell me why. Why is life? Tell me this card. You should have seen Brother Andrew on his keyboard trying to get the notes. (laughs) And I still messed it up, but that's okay. (laughs) We're very different. When it comes to pop music, um, I can pretty much regurgitate about anything. And when it comes to um, Monks of Salem, medieval Gregorian (laughs) chant, um, he's light years ahead of me. So. Oh my goodness. Um, so this episode, we're going to get right into it. Um, we've talked about knowing yourself. We've talked about desires. And then we've also talked about in the last episode, prayer and knowing Jesus. Prayer is not something boring when you realize you're hanging out with your best friend who knows you and loves you. And whatever you're passionate about, he's even more passionate about. So now we're going to talk about something he's very passionate about. Very. That the saints came to discover some only too late in their own mm. opinions. And that's the book of life. The book of your life. Mr. or Mrs. or whoever's listening to this episode, the book of your life. That's what we're going to talk about. Or Miss or Miss or Ms. Right. Or Les Mis. Les Mis. Oh, I love that movie. That's that's quite a story, right? And our stories are no less impressive and amazing and beautiful, but we have to learn how to read between the lines and pull out the beauty of the everyday life, sometimes small, sometimes hidden. And Pope Francis does it again on this October 19th episode where he helps us do just that to appreciate all of those literary, rhetorical, whatever you call them, devices that God uses in our daily lives. He calls them small miracles, so we're going to talk about that. Um, Brother Andrew, could you just kind of start us off with the realization that the one and only Bishop of Hippo has <laughs> later on in his life? I wonder if there's still a diocese of Hippo, <laughs> or if it was suppressed. <laughs> yeah, so so obviously we're talking about St. Augustine, right? St. Augustine is, is, is one of the greatest, if not the greatest theologian the church has ever had. Um, you know, Aquinas is certainly one of them, Joseph Ratzinger, another one. But St. Augustine, uh, he lived in the 300s and, and died in the year 430. And he had to wait until he was, he was about my age, 30, 31. I'm 32. So when he, got, when he turned 31 is when he started his conversion, right? Because he had, he had a he sort of left a, led a dissolute life, you know, like he was young, you know, sort of slept around, you know, enjoyed worldly careers, right? All the, all the kit and caboodle. And, and then he realized it really hit him that like, what am I seeking in my life? Like this is, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going after like the dregs of, of like the real uh, wine that was waiting for him. And there's this really famous line in his book, The Confessions, 
where he he starts to read the book of his own life, right? Finally. Um, he starts to read the book of his own life, and he says, he, he, he writes this incisive uh, few words. He's, he's speaking to God, and he's saying, Lo, you were within, but I was without. I was without, seeking there for you, and upon the beautiful things that you've made, I rushed headlong, I, the misshapen one. You were with me, but I was not with you. So I think everything we've been seeing right now since these podcasts is, has been preparing us for this moment, preparing us to enter into the book of life. Because sometimes you hear like, like, Father, how do I hear God? I don't hear anything. I go to pray and I just, I want question, or answer, my questions answered. And I don't know, I just, I'm not getting it. You know, I, I feel like God's not talking to me. I feel like he's not there. How do I know what his will is for me? And it's almost like we're looking for outward signs, things that come externally and what Brother Andrew you're saying is what St. Augustine discovers is that God was within the yeah. whole time. You didn't have to go whole on these time. amazing long journeys. He's inside of you. Sorry, I cut you off. No, yeah, totally. It's, and it's this amazing discovery because, because if that's the case, then he doesn't have to feel um, stressed. He doesn't have to feel um, like he has to like seek like a God like in a, in a way that's just like arduous and, and like you have to work on it, you have to conquer it, you have to do all these things, you have to, to go out. No, like God, he realized that after all the, the, the noise of his life sort of like subsided, he realized like in the silence really of, of his heart, of his conscience, of his mind, that that's where God was, right? Yes. So. His, his conversion story is so, so cool because it's like, as you're reading Confession, it's very real. And at one point, I remember he says, like around this time of his conversion, he was hearing a few other people that were in his social circle, which is pretty elevated. Like they were proud of themselves because they were the best speakers of the time. The, the philosophers, they would hang out in those ritzy clubs and pubs and, and talk about the finer things of life. They felt pretty good about themselves. They had good positions. They were climbing up the ladder of the empire at the time. And he started hearing about some of those people giving that up to follow this Christian faith. And so he feels his heart tugging, like, I want that, I want that, I want that. But he kept, like, making excuses. Finally, he realized he was making excuses. He hadn't realized that before. He didn't have that like, insight. And he said, I'm almost, uh, I almost prefer the search of the truth rather than actually finding it. Uh -huh. When he actually found it, again, within himself, that's, like, that's when the moment came. Like, he had, he had to almost realize that um, he was almost scared of opening up that book. And I think that kind of leads into what we want to talk about a little bit. That Pope Francis's cool line about the Nobel Prize that I'll let you oh. talk about, but Andrew. Oh man. It was almost like it's kind of scary to open up book, aka go deep in our prayer lives and into our self-knowledge, which we talked about and being aware. Because not everything there is uh rainbows and paella. What was what did we say before? <laughs> but butterflies and paella. <laughs> butterflies and paella. <laughs> uh, everyone that loves paella, like it's not all paella as you scoop down deep into your heart. So like but Angel, what was this kind of first line or lesson that um, Pope Francis talks about? Like that maybe it's an obstacle to picking up and opening up that forward to chapter one of your of your life. Right. Certainly, the the, the first things that that really hit a lot of us is like how we're so bad and awful, right, mm. and and sinful, and and you know maybe it's true. <laughs> like in a sense, like we are, like we are, we're sinners. I'm a sinner. We're I all the villains in our own story. You know. 
Um, and so that's the, that's the thing that we dwell on a lot. Um, and maybe that's not such a good thing all the time. Sometimes maybe if, maybe if we're like, if we're kind of comfort and complacent with comfortable and complacent with how we're going in life, we don't feel like this, this pinch to, to, for more, to, to, to love God more, to do more good things for him, to, um, like it's good to feel, you know, the sort of compunction of heart, right? And it's good to see like, Hey, like, you know, maybe I'm not doing as well as I, but Pope Francis, he, he speaks of this, this person who, who people said when he was in, a bishop in, in, in Argentina, who people said deserved the Nobel Prize for negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly what that means, but I like, it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. And so this person, who was, people would know him and, and this person would say like, yeah, everything is bad, everything. And, and he would always, you know, put himself down. He, he, he would always focus on the, the negative things. Uh, he just felt bitter about how his life was going and, um, and he got the Nobel Prize. I don't know. Do you, and that for some reason is what like, <laughs> that's what sells. Like if you turn on like any news station, any podcast, it's, it's, they're always bashing someone, putting someone down, um, painting someone to be the antichrist basically. And then every day there's a new antichrist that they're, um, thrown out there on the, in those airwaves or on the screen. And it's like, okay, is everything really horrible? Is everything like, in other right. words, like, does God is has God lost, or does he not have control anymore? Is has evil just taken over? And the this Nobel Prize of negativity winner was then told by a friend, um, okay, now to compensate, say something good about yourself. And as hard as that might be for us, it's not like it's any less true. Yes, you're a sinner and all those things that Brother Andrew just said. We all are. But also you've probably done something good for someone today or this week. And you've maybe had like some type of decent thought towards another person. Maybe open a door for someone. Like start noticing as well those things. Because that's step one of knowing yourself and opening up the book of your life. Being able to reread. So like again, like other ways to kind of see this image that Pope Friends uses. It's like rereading your life, your past. What, what, have, like, what has brought you to this moment understanding those things part of that is realizing not everything is mordor if you want to go to lord of the rings <laughs> not there's also the shire and there's yes. rohan and there's and gondor i love gondor, gondor. Yeah. um so it's not just dark lava spewing all over the pages of your your life story there's sunshine and paella and butterflies and butterflies so <laughs> so let's like focus since brother Andrew, i think we all would you agree that we all like we're all kind of experts in finding the negativity i i would agree with that um thank you for allowing me to segue in, into this <laughs> next next part where i comment um so, it was very <laughs> yeah, <go laughs> or, or, or you're not you're interrupting me <laughs> well, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna, before you segue, segue smoother um just because that line that we both liked about like gathering the pearls um we're so we're we're, we're good at finding negative things in our life and we could yeah we could go all day talking about that so why is that why is it harder to find the pearls in our lives well pearls are hidden they're not just they're not just waiting for us to pick them up right we have to we have to look for them right um that doesn't mean that everything good about us is hidden there are there are really good things about us that 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 should be obvious to us right because god made us he created us and, and he saw that it was good, right? So the gift of life, that's an obvious thing that's very good that we have. Wow, I'm alive, I exist. 
Like I didn't give myself my own existence or wow, I'm a man or I'm a woman and all, or all that, all that that implies hmm. like uh, the theology of the body or I'm married or I'm, I'm, or I'm celibate. I'm consecrated to Jesus or, or I'm looking for, you know, a spouse. Um, there are so many good things or, or the, the fact that I have intelligence, the fact that I can walk. Um, there's so many gifts, so many good qualities. Um, the fact that I could fi- eat a banana split this, this evening. Immediately, if you have the ingredients in the house, right? Um, and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, there's so many, there's so many good, big, good things about us that we that we should readily notice all the time because because God gave us these gifts and we should appreciate them, right? Um, it helps us to to sort of go against the, the negativity, right? That we can that we can feel, right? And that the news constantly feeds us, right? Um, so we so the reason that we're talking about you know looking at you know, negative things and also positive things. Looking at the book of our life, this, this is important for discernment because when we discern, we discern about something. Yes. Right? And so looking at the book of our life, rereading our life, going back and looking at the previous journal entries, right? Mm. Metaphor, meta, metaphorically or physically, right? If you have a journal. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, doing all that helps us to... to it gives content to our discernment, right? And it allows me to um, approach a difficult, more difficult moment of discernment or just difficult decision I have to make with, with, with greater assurance. Like I know, I have a, I have a good self-knowledge. I know, I know how I've dealt with certain situations right, like, of, like this in the past. Pop quiz, what did, uh, pause and play pop quiz for all of y'all. Brother Andrew, I'm gonna ask you this question, but give it like five seconds pause in case one of our listeners wants to answer before you answer, okay? Okay, all right. What did Tommy G say in the previous episode or two episodes ago um, about discernment and self-knowledge? Five seconds, four, three, two, okay, go. Okay, I think he said, if I remember correctly, that the biggest obstacle to discernment today is not mm. who God is, but it's how little we know ourselves. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. I hope our faithful listeners also answered and beat for the Andrew to the punch there, <laughs> rang the bell before him and answered correctly. That's right. As you're talking, <laughs> I love how you just pointed that out and relayed that to other episodes. Like, I think a few episodes ago, we talked about that. Like, you're not just, just okay, I'm going to start discerning now. Like, no, let's, what are you discerning? Like, you have to have some type of content, some event, feeling, question, whatever it is. And that's where discernment begins. And how cool if you can pull the book of life off your shelf, like have that image. I, I really like this image and start flipping through those pages. I try to figure out what is the next step I'm going to take in my life. Well, look at all these steps you've already taken. And like some of them, you're going to realize, okay, that the end of that chapter was a little spooky. That's not where I wanted to be. And then this, these other steps I took, that took me to a nice little cottage um, down by the river and like a really nice day. And I met some um. really cool people. And like cool characters popped out of nowhere because I was in the right place at the right time. And so that chapter seems to kind of enlighten my path with this other one enlightens as well, but towards what I shouldn't do or what was incorrect or what led me down a mistaken path. Um, knowing the ch- previous chapters will help you collaborate with God in writing a book that really um, is positive. It impacts the world. It It's it's truly you carrying out and fulfilling God's plan, eternal plan for you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you mm, and yeah. dedicated you. Like Jeremiah. So 
it's so true and so good, but we forget that, that all of, all of the words, every syllable, every space and character on that page has been eternally designed, pondered by God and his eternal wisdom. So there's also, you don't have to fear. If you don't know what the next page holds, next chapter holds in your life, just realize that that's already been eternally pondered by a loving father. I don't know if I can add to that. That was really beautiful. <laughs> that was really deep. It's I really so have to thank Tommy G for that. So. <laughs> Thomas Green, right? <laughs> for everybody who doesn't, who's lost in our ridiculous humor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I think, I think it's so beautiful to realize, to, to re recall, to recall that like God is our father and he's guiding us. We're not doing this exercise of discernment. That's like a logical, you know, 12 step program that I need to like, you know, in, implement each rule in the right way. No, like discernment is, is a, is sort of a technical way of saying, of, of, of saying like, how do we, how do we read God's action in our lives? Right. Which is so exciting because, yes. because God is, is newness. He's, he's, he's creative. He's, he's constantly doing new things in our lives and it's beautiful to, to catch that. And one thing that Pope Francis says that we should catch, you know, is, is like we mentioned earlier, like the, the, the hidden goodness in our lives, yes. right? Um, mm -hmm. Like these pearls and, and, and a, a, an attentive, loving look at, at the events in our lives, at the things that happen to us, at our thoughts, like reveals beautiful things um, about, about God, about other people, about the world, about myself. Um, and so it's, it's so important to, to go over to an exercise of memory, right? To remember, right? Let me read this, this like quote that um, I know you liked as well. And this like, so it, discovering this goodness, we're going to give you a hint on how to find this in, in the previous pages of your book. Where do you find goodness? It's hidden always because goodness is modest and hides itself. This is quoting El Papa. Goodness is hidden. It is silent. It requires slow and continuous excavation. That's a cool word yeah. because God's style is discreet. God likes mm. to go unseen with discretion. He does not impose himself. He is like the air we breathe. Oh, yeah. How many That's... of you before you just heard the air we breathe even thought about how many breaths you've taken since you woke up this morning? Oh, like Man. that's how God is in our life. We don't stop and flip back and look at our pages. And, and again, this is not like, okay, I, so you're saying I need to live in the past and just not like, no, actually the best way to embrace present and future. And brother Andrew, I'll let you take this again, but like the whole dog image of chasing his tail, mm -hmm. like how does that enlighten this? Like how do, how do we make sure we can, we're explaining to everyone or Pope Francis explaining that this is not about like living in the past and just like constantly returning again to like, mulling over old um disasters or negativity or positive things because you know it's, oh yeah the good old days when i was in high school and all those things okay well yeah that's great but there's so much good happening right now and there's so much amazingness awaiting you tomorrow but it's so important to, at the same time to, to do this so like what's, where's the balance well the balance is in this pop question with which we're going to end oh, our episode today all right so I think you have some cards in your hand, right? Ooh, all right. And I think we're going to have to pull out one of those cards, and I'm going to submit to you a previously thought of question that I will spontaneously think of right now. So right, you have five cards. Okay. Five cards Pick... in my hand. Which one do you want? I want the very last one. Four, Which five. One? That one. Yes. Pick that one. What number do you think it is? 
I think it's seven. You're wrong. Three, it everybody. It is three. All right. So here's the question. If you had own, if you were writing the book of your life and you had, you, you had to write, it was three chapters long and the letters that you could start the chapters with were D, F, and K, what would those chapters be called? <laughs> one was start with a D, one was start with an F, and one was start with a K? That's right. The book of your life. It's okay, definitely... First, <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing these are... So these are, let's say, my last 33 years, I'm going to summarize in three chapters. In D, F, and, D, F, and K. That's right. First 11 years with a D. I'm going to have to say... Um, dancing. Dancing. Wait, no, no, but I'm going to add to it. Dancing like no one's watching. <laughs> I think Aristotle said that. <laughs> <laughs> he said this on the other episode. Sorry for ourselves, but uh, so dancing like nobody's watching because I think I was pretty much um, free and oblivious to like what other people thought of me. I, I'm trying to think like I might have yeah. been a little shy in school, but I just remember I was happy kind of being at home and and with my family and. We did a lot of moves in those dancing while nobody's watching chapters between Louisiana, Texas, Australia, California, back to Louisiana. And so that basically reaches back to Louisiana, I think, when I'm 11. And then F, the next, ooh, those were some interesting years. So middle school, high school, college, and then um, Cheshire. So with an F, I would say um, dancing like nobody's watching. And then um yeah it's a good exercise of trying to think of going back in your life and like what how how was my life divided up what 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 was the main characteristic of each phase in my life um what were the good things moments of lights shadow you know it's an important exercise okay i got it good i'm not just gonna give you one f i'm gonna give you three Three Fs. Oh my! I hope it's like like P PG language here, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> here it goes. First chapter, dancing like nobody's watching. Second one, chapter two, from flabbergasted to freedom. Oh boy, that's three and Fs. so I think especially in high school, kind of falling away from my faith. With that, simultaneously, I was just kind of falling away from who I am and like what I passionate about and what I want to do with my life. So like entering into college, I didn't really know what major I should choose. And then I ended up switching from psychology to architecture. And I still wasn't totally convinced of that. Yeah. And so like, there was a lot of just like being flabbergasted, which I maybe mean, is not the right word, but um, life was good. just coming at me kind of quick. And I was just going with it and rolling with it. And I was like learning, I was kind of discovering myself a little bit, but it was very like self-centered and the freedom came when I realized, God, you have a plan and I'm just going to say yes. And so like, that was the beginning of a beautiful journey. So now we're at 22 years old. So I'm finishing up our, my one year of humanities or liberal arts, we call it, and flying to Rome right now. So between my first time touching down in Rome until touching down in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, man. Um, what am I going to call this chapter? Oh, my goodness. And it's it starts to start with a K. That's right. Um, should, I, should I keep talking so that you can think? Yeah, and you, our, listen, our listeners yeah. are entertained. Okay, yes. well, I stretch my shoulders and try to. Wonderful. So, yeah, Pope Francis. Um, I'm just trying to think of what to say here to keep everybody entertained. Why don't you talk about the, the literary literary masters? <laughs> the literary masters. Yes, because 
uh, the mark of a good author is really just getting into a situation and describing it to its finest details, right? Because that's when you fully appreciate, like, like right now I'm, I'm looking outside of my window and I can see the sun rays hitting the leaves. But if I really am a mastery, if I really master that situation, I can, I can describe like the dew that's still there from the morning. I can describe the different shades of, of green. I can describe the way the sun is hitting. And so like I, I, the same thing we should do with our lives, right? We need to, we need to sort of allow our, our eyes to gaze on our lives in a, in a new way and to, and to describe all the details. And I think we have a result. Yes, we do. Oh my goodness. That was just a bunch of, that was a bunch of BS that I, that I just said. That was Sorry. good. It was good. <laughs> learning, learning to appreciate the small things in your life is learning how to find those hidden pearls that God has for you. And like a good author can describe the smallest little thing. Like you were saying, like looking out the window, I can make some, like a whole chapter out of that and make it interesting. Make it like, yeah, yeah. I had that experience before. It's like a good painting. Like just like, I can, I can feel what the artist was feeling when he, when he, touch that uh, brush to the canvas and right okay so here's a weird weird title for you but may i think it makes sense kiss kiss okay keep it simple stupid ah okay i was thinking of the band but okay <laughs> well i think i've heard that's like maybe that's what it stands for but then i think i heard something else but um kiss like the band and like the phrase keep it simple stupid because um i think the most of the times I was having a hard time in my discernment and losing that from flabbergasted to freedom, that freedom I had found in God was when um, I didn't trust him enough and I kind of tried to take back control. So like things got intense. Um, things were dubious. Um, new, like new changes from Rome to DC, back to Rome, then to Mexico. With each of those moments, there were some challenges. And when I, when I trusted too much of myself and I didn't just follow him with more simplicity and just trust, um, I would lose that peace and that freedom. And then just finally making it to the priesthood has been like, I can't control things anymore. Like there's too much kind of on my plate, I guess, or like too much responsibility for me to try to be handling all that myself, honestly. And that's it, just been a beautiful, like um, out of necessity need to surrender. Um, and it's, that's brought a lot of peace and an absolute, uh, I was trying to find another word for joy, but just like, yeah, like a deep, very deep, profound um, satisfaction with my, my, the fabric of my being. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's uh, this episode. Amazing. Folks. We're going to go ding, ding. into looking at our past, finding that balance that we talked about in this next episode on the examine prayer, your daily pop quiz, oh, the examine prayer of your life. Yes. Um, yes how to read this book of your life. And remember people, um, we're going to pause so that we can also have a really good time. Playing. <laughs> <laughs>